0: What's up guys? Today is Wednesday, December 15th. Um real, a couple quick announcements before we start. Uh Nikki Q's on vacation. We'll touch on that later in the episode. Uh our guy Jared is just uh a slave to the corporate world right now. So he's he's stuck. Uh, he couldn't make it. So we got producer Ralph on. He hasn't been on in a while. What's going on everybody? And then we got our guy uh, second appearance, he made a, a brief guest appearance before, but now it's a it's a full-time appearance tonight, our guy Tyler Martinez. Started
1: from the bottom, now I'm here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <Bing> ball. Oh, <laughs> man. So we got a good crew tonight. Um, we're going to get after it, like always. I feel like it's going to get rowdy. I don't know why. Yeah, it might. The potential's there, for sure. Um, I will start... I am still in new hire training, and it is driving me crazy. These The drinks
2: we had tonight, I've been thinking about them all day, boys. Yeah, that's pretty wild. Not to mention you polished off a martini before coming over here.
0: Yes, needed that. Um, it's just there's so many uh, training PowerPoints I can click through before I want to blow my brains out.
2: Uh, so that's where I'm at. Well, your new position, you're not in sales per se, right? You're more in like a like an internal... Role within yep, it's the company, like a, right? it's like a more an adjuster role. Gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. I'm so. in new, I'm in new hire training too, and I'm currently being taught how to sell. So I got hired to sell because of my selling at another company, and I'm going through training, being taught how to sell. So, I don't well, know, I feel they don't like know I'm, if
0: you can sell or not.
2: Well, I know, right? I feel like I'm living <laughs> in limbo half the time. Like I'm being told how to cold call. It's it, and it's like, guys, why are you teaching me how to cold call? Clearly, I figured something out in the other company, but you have to go through the new hire training and go through all that stuff, and it's kind of a... It's a it's, pain in the dick. I get it. <laughs> it's a very long day. It's a very long you day. Love you love it. We love it. No, not at all. <laughs> its its And, my, and it's actually kind of cool. My SC now listens to the podcast. I got him hooked on Lunch Beer, so... Let's go. I'm not going to say his name, but dude, the guy was like top five salesman in the company before he became an SC, so the guy just knows sales, so it's like very aggressive dude and he knows it too and he'll tell you but the guy knows what's up. Like he's just very like he's on point and he's good at it so it's cool to kind of go through that sort of training but in regards to like hey Ralph pick up the phone and and call and this is what you should say and here's your talk track. Okay. Yeah, that's the worst. Um, Speaking of our special guest here
0: Tyler, you were really good at sales. Why is that sometimes a bad thing?
1: They punish you for being too good at sales. (laughs) Hear me out. So, you know you, you make you know hundred forty thousand your first year, they're gonna be like, hey, you know, great job. Now double it, triple it. You get you you go into a tornado of of stuff there to, you know.
2: There we are. There you go. <laughs> yeah.
1: No, you get all disgruntled because now you're you're working. You know, God forbid, you gotta make like a phone call from jail or something like that you know you're going to the extremes to Just make ends meet maybe to make maybe. their to make their quota and you know those career positions you know you're never going to make that it's going to take you 10 15 years to get that kind of money
0: yeah that sucks i mean when you absolutely kill your quota they're like okay you had a great year but now on top of what you sold you have to sell 10 more percent to be at 100 but no we want you at 125% so it's really after your great year, you have to sell like 30% higher of that to be at where they
2: want you to be, which fucking sucks. And we're only going to give you a 3% raise. So sell 30% and we're going to give you 3% on top of your base salary. And yeah,
3: it's-, it's they basically the way corporate views a good salesman. It's like they're sending a the car like six months after buying. They're like, wow, this is just really meeting my expectations. This is a beautiful relationship I have with this car. I'm going to ghost ride it into a tree on the side of 80 And then I'm going to pick up a new car, and I'm going to do the same thing in six months after they perform. And it's just over and over and over and over.
2: Over and over again. But they do... (laughs) Listen, like, if you want to really get a lot of money very quickly and if you're good at sales. It's like the one career that you can take on. That like, is that's very like good. true. Like it's the only real career. Like if you really focus on your shit, you can clear like 200 K a year, two, like without even really trying to
1: three years max. Yeah. you can't after that, you're there and get stuck or you, you got to get out. You got a yeah. yeah. Exactly. I feel like at that
0: point in sales, it's best if you like do really well for like two or three years at one company and just keep popping around. Cause then you could just keep doing really well for two to three years at a company that base. and then peace out after you know shit fucking hits the fan and you're taking these crazy negatives
2: yeah or open up a business right like if you're content on making like 36 40k whatever even though you're getting all that money in commission live off of a certain thing and just like invest in yourself try to build a business and then just say see ya like chuck yeah. deuces or do a podcast or do a podcast <laughs> <laughs> yes. speaking of which, and we'll bring it up Guys, in three days, we saw like 600 plus views, which is pretty cool. Who are you, people? I don't know. We Contact appreciate us. it. us. Yeah, for yeah. real. We D- want to talk. Yeah, DM me and be like, yo, I'm a new listener. Yeah, that's pretty cool, man. It's e- always cool to see numbers just go up, like, and you not. we don't even know why. I think with the content we put out is really cool. It's entertaining. So seeing other people react to it. Like and without us having, we didn't do anything like additionally than what we've been doing. So
3: beers have been sacrificed like always. Oh
2: god!
0: I was really close to making this a full time job. I saw that NFT that accidentally sold for like three k.
3: Yeah,
1: dude, Dude, we we almost could have quit our jobs. (laughs) We were like that close. You you flip that quick. You undercut (laughs) yourself fifty k. You sell it. You get rid of it. Yeah, that's crazy madness. Yeah, one of the
3: board, I mean, it's one of the board ape NFTs that everybody knows about. It's Curry. He's got one on his Twitter profile. Shows you just how big it is. And this thing, it's just you know, NFTs is it's in its infancy. Like everything's not polished yet. So like people are making mistakes, and you can jump on those. And somebody was on the internet with three thousand dollars. And they realized, oh wow, this is a three hundred and thirty thousand dollar NFT that this person accidentally put up by accident. Buy it now for three k. They put it right. If any of us were on, we literally would have made over a quarter million dollars that day. Why
0: wouldn't you put like a limit on the buy low on it though? They probably just
3: messed up. Is probably just like an error, dude. It's like everything's so new. Like the sausage fingers, yeah, forgot that yeah, fucking the fat fingers. Dude. You no, see that
2: Sicilian, the guy that did it is definitely Sicilian. dude at that up, soccer
3: like... game, you guys see that tweet? The guy was giving the middle finger, and he had like a straight mallet, bro. That's oh, the guy,
2: bro. <laughs> <laughs> He's the one in charge of the. He <laughs> only has oh, like two it. nubs to try it. to like
0: hit the actual button. Oh, that's gross though. <laughs> That's but so yeah, brutal. seeing shit like that, it makes me just want to fucking crack open a beer Amen. and drink it because that could have been us. Oh, oh. but it's oh. not. <laughs> Woo-hoo. Okay, today we got. It is called. Uh, it's from our special guest Tyler uh, Golden Lager. It's a small batch ale. Uh, ABV is four point three percent. Where is this from? Does anyone have eyes on that? Nashua, New Hampshire. Is that fucking like from the office? Yours at office? That's Scranton.
2: That's Scranton. Scranton. Nashua,
0: where Holly's from.
3: Oh. Oh, No, we're in Nashua, bro. Did we we just make a connection? Did she make it?
0: She (laughs) might (laughs) have made
3: Brewed by Michael (laughs) Scott. Brewed by (laughs) Michael
0: Scott and team. Endorsed by Scott Stotts. Wow, that's pretty cool, though. White Birch Brewing Company in Nashua, New Hampshire. That's cool, man. As always, I'll go first. I mean, I'm a big lager guy, and this is just like right up my lager alley. You like that, huh, like
1: logger <laughs> lane? <Lager.
0: laughs> First ticket, a logger lane. Oh man, this is yeah, this is a really solid beer. I mean, four point three percent. This is a beer that I could drink all day. Uh, I'm gonna give it a really solid score, seven point one percent. I like that. Seven point not percent. Sorry, I fucked that up.
2: <laughs> He's making his own beer over <laughs> here. Yeah, the martini <laughs> hitting a little hard. Seven point one is my score. Seven one. Um, well, it's a beer I can drink, which is really dope. Uh, thank you, Tyler. Courtesy of Tyler here, he thought about me. Told me when he was grabbing it. Um, dude, it's kind of cool getting back into the beer game because I guess Welcome. it's yeah, right. Like I, I took like a year and a half, two year long hiatus, and I'm able to drink it again. I agree with you. This is a beer that I can slug back, like like consistently. So I'm not gonna go Jared high, but I'm definitely gonna go high here because I'm definitely gonna consider getting more of this. I'm probably gonna go seven point four. I'll nice. settle at seven point four. Solid.
3: This thing's got like a an American Eagle just smack dab on the front of it. And yes. that's an automatic point. Before I even know it's a beer, it starts at one. Thank America. you, Eli. I
0: forgot. I yes, forgot to describe the can. This is a sick can. It's sick.
3: Yeah. I'm giving it, I'll give it a 6.7 just because, I don't know, just because
1: 6.7. Tyler, what do you think? Tastes like freedom to me. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I like that. No, but yeah. seven, seven two. I like okay. it. I could, I could slap the whole four pack. Get on with my day. You know, obviously not drive, but yeah. So
0: I'm I'm not good at math, but I believe that makes it officially uh, lunch beer approved. LB approved, Um, baby. Yeah, LB approved. That's awesome. We have to. I mean, I know we haven't talked NBA much. Um, It's just hard to really get in the season with football still on, especially before Christmas. But I have to say congrats, Steph Curry. All-time three-point record just past Ray Allen. That's pretty fucking cool.
3: Dude, it was sick. And I my novice against self. against the Knicks. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's just everything in the garden, baby, as long as you're not wearing a Knicks jersey. Dude, I, I saw the game and I was watching it, and I took the under pretty late. These teams were getting like 23-24. Absolutely blasted. That's You just never bet against Curry with an under, dude. The guy is an absolute monster, but shout-out to him. I mean, he topped Ray Allen, like— that's insane. It Allen's been the guy when it comes to the three ball for so long. So, I mean, you love to see greatness happen right in front of you, especially at the Garden. It's the Garden. I was going to say, like, it's just so funny that these historic
0: NBA moments keep happening at the Garden, but they're visiting players.
2: That is pretty My question <laughs> right. is, how many more years does he even have in the league? Because he's going to blow it out of the bro, water. he's only 33. He's going to blow it out, right? And I'm not a big basketball guy, but, like, you know, 33 years old in the league, Maybe you got five more years there and you're only going to continuously get better. Like, I don't know. That's pretty insane.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, ESPN this morning, I was on the tready, you know, at the gym, a little fasted cardio. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Rising, rising, grind or something. But they were showing like the, the three point, like historical moments before. And it was like 280, 300, 310. It was like the same guys. Oh, and then you had Reggie Miller breakouts, like 1500, then Ray Allen. So you know he's going to he's going to put some more points up but then who's that next guy there's always going to be that guy after
2: but it doesn't seem realistic right yeah it's
0: like, just it's how? just crazy because um i told the guys this earlier but reggie miller came into the league in like 1987 maybe 1988 one of those years he came into the league the average three point attempts per team at the time was only 5 5 Today it's thirty four per team on average. That is insane. Steph Curry is only thirty three years old, and he has two thousand nine hundred and seventy seven three pointers. He's gonna finish with five k by the time he's retired. Do
2: you think he finishes with three k by the end of? Oh yeah, the season's just yeah, beginning? Oh my god, out of the water.
3: Yeah, he's only
0: got like twenty what three 5, left. 000? He's gonna
3: stomp three k into the Dude, dirt
0: on, this year. <laughs> he's on. He's on pace for four hundred and forty three-pointers. Only one person ever before got over 400 in a season and it was Steph Curry. <laughs> Bro, that's crazy. So, we and just he's had like a, a cool dude
2: to like like watch. For. He's just like hanging I out. I mean, like, dude, like
0: him at Davidson, I'll never forget that 2008 run where they went to the Elite 8. I'll never forget that. That was so electric. He was dropping like 30 points a game. He was taking out big boys in the tournament. It was fucking awesome. Dude,
3: madness. Yeah, absolute madness.
0: So I mean, he's 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 been about it from the jump, which is great. Um, so yeah, we just had to talk about that real quick. Uh, moving on to our favorite sport, the shit we love most, uh, football. We have to start with, I mean, one of the most insane signing days in the last twenty years. Deion Sanders has flipped the number one overall recruit in this class from FSU a you know pretty big division 1 program fbs to jackson state university what what Dude, state what, what
1: where prime, prime time
0: bro they're not even like full d1 they're like fucking d1aa fcs they about to be that's crazy bro that is crazy that Deion Sanders did that. And I'm sure that, you know, he got some nice NIL deal from Barstool, or, but who cares? Like, <laughs> school's been paying their players under the table for years. That is insane. And the way he did it was so disrespectful. Do you guys see it? Throwing hats left and right. Yeah. Come, so he had all that he had all the hats on the table, and he's just, yeah, this is an okay team, but not my team, and just chucking these hats. He got to he got to Florida State who he already verbally committed to, threw that hat on and be like, yeah, nah, this ain't it. Someone threw him the hat and he he pulled down his hoodie. It was just like the most disrespectful way to do it too. I don't know why Florida State didn't hire Dion when he wanted to be a head coach two years ago. Dude, that's just, it makes no sense. <laughs> it's just crazy. Oh. Um so that was really cool to see. I'm all about it. I love the chaos. Give me chaos in college football. Yes. Give me it all the time.
3: Like being a Michigan fan is chaos, dude. <laughs> like if
0: Michigan and Cincinnati both, which they're not. I mean, I don't I think it's going to be Bama and um uh Georgia in the national title game, but I would love to see Michigan and Cincinnati both beat, you know, Georgia and Alabama. Like I said, I want chaos and I want it all the time. That would be sick. Michigan, how are you feeling about Michigan, bud?
1: I, I, like. They're this. gonna lose. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. I have a money line just in case I cannot not bet on Michigan. You know to just win, just do something. You know, give me a little bit of hope. I think if we get past Georgia, I feel that though. You dude. you beat Alabama. You're like all
0: right. I no, got. No, no, no. They lose think? Alabama, but if they beat Georgia, that would be historic. That would be cool. I would. I would like that a lot. Do you get rid of Jim Harbaugh then? Are you done with the Yankees? I think, I think Jim, getting to the playoff, being Ohio State the way he did. I mean, he didn't just beat Ohio State. He dominated them. Getting to the playoff, he I think he earned himself like two more years. I think that's fair because he was already on the hot seat. He's 1-5 now against Ohio State. I think he got himself two more years just by making the playoff and winning the Big Ten. Do you agree? I mean, you're the fan.
1: What if he loses to Ohio State the next two years?
0: But what if his only loss next year is to Ohio State? It's he all, gets one more year after that, I think. It's
1: all those critical games that he's not winning, is why we're even having discussion about it. So you, you got you got came he brought got brought in to beat Ohio State. You gotta beat Ohio State. It takes it can't take you five, six tries to beat one team and then
0: yeah, that is tough. and then lose the
1: next ten. Yeah. You know.
0: I hear you. I hear you. Uh, moving on to a bad beat that myself jared and a lot of you guys experience out there bills plus three and a half
3: oh my god Dude, what a game what though. a fucking oh game oh my god shout out the teaser i had to loop that one in a teaser parlay so i didn't i was still do i was still freaking out you can you beat brady is that a thing is beating brady is that an option do you just go in like it's a bye week and you just plan on resting because you just know you can't do like how do you go into that yeah, that, that sucks. And it's also tough, too, because
0: the Bills had to go play at New England and then play at uh, Tampa Bay the next week while uh, Tom Brady was on a bye. So that's tough. But just at the end, especially because, I mean, if Josh Allen didn't step out there, he reached for the pylon and he got it. If he didn't step out of bounds, the Bills win that game. And then you go to that and then you go into overtime and you're like, okay, just, you know, just lose by a field goal. That's all you need. Of course, the fucking bills go three and out. I don't think they got a first down. Okay, perfect. Tom Brady, he's gonna kick a field goal. He's gonna get his team down. You know, Neil, 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 kick a field goal. He, he'll get him. He'll get him deep down. He won't score. He'll get the field goal. They fucking score a touchdown, and the hearts of Bills plus three and a half betters gets ripped out across the country. Oh, what a terrible way to lose. Dude, that game was insane. Absolutely insane. Yeah, that sucked. Uh, moving on to uh, our team. So, obviously, you guys probably don't know, but Tyler's a Chargers fan. Uh, the Chargers just beat the shit out of the Giants last weekend. So, like, you know, that's cool. I just have a question, dude. Like, who What the does it fuck feel like, is, Tyler,
2: for you to have a root for a good team? <laughs> no, not even Go like ahead. Glennon. Like, w- In what world do we ever believe that that is the answer for, like, the remaining— You know what I mean? Like, a man that was— Passed among six teams in his entire NFL career. And we go, ah, we'll, we'll pick him up. We'll play him. Like it just,
0: I mean, he's a solid
2: backup. I mean, it kind of sucks that Daniel Jones say that got again. hurt. Say that again. Yeah, he's a it's solid, solid backup. backup, right? So when you're relying on the solid backup who's really not that solid, trying to push the team, I don't know, Justin Herbert's an absolute stud. So good for him. Congratulations, Tyler. If Herbert wins,
1: MVP talk.
2: I was going to say, wow. my
1: tickets, my uh, MVP one.
0: and Chargers Super Bowl tickets are alive again. Huge game tomorrow. How do you Huge. feel about tomorrow, Thursday, against the Chiefs? Chargers. In Arrowhead, right? At KC? At Chargers. It? It's, at, it's, at, it's at LA. It's yeah, in LA? In LA. Can we, I, I feel like you, didn't you figure that out
1: before? Yeah. Chargers lost last Eli, two.
0: Eli, are you looking it up? Yeah. Chargers lost last two. Okay. Okay. How do you feel about tomorrow, though? I like the points. But, dude, if they win tomorrow, they most likely win the AFC West.
1: What I don't like every Chargers home game, it feels like an away game. If you look in the crowd, there's no powder blue, there's no Thunderbolts. Against the Steelers, it was all Steelers fans. All towels, baby. That's all I saw.
3: Update. Let's hear it. Chargers are home. Okay. So, to Tyler's point, are the Chiefs home? I don't. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) Sea of red. So the Chargers don't have to travel, is what you're saying? Because that's pretty much the only benefit they get out of playing at home.
1: We're we're already in the time zone. We're just <laughs> we're chilling. We're relaxing. I like the points, dude. That throw he had right before the half, oh as he God. was
0: rolling out to the right and so threw annoying. it on a
2: dime, like sixty yards on a fucking dime. It was so annoying. I remember oh. texting it like, "You've got to be kidding me, dude." Oh, and he has
1: God. little moments like that, but with you know COVID protocol, getting you know worried about Keenan Allen. Thank God he's back. So, you know, we have a weapon, but, you know.
0: He's yeah. good.
2: He's good, dude. He's got one on Oh, my God.
0: He's him. great. He's got a fucking cannon. Oh, I'm so jealous. Joe Judge, I have to bring this tweet up because I saw it earlier. These are real things that Joe Judge has said this year. Oh,
3: okay. Just everybody pause for a moment of silence listen, before you take this listen. beating.
0: This is in his press conference. These are actual quotes. Results are overrated. Punting can be aggressive. Scoring points isn't always the goal on offense, huh? Nate Solder has—I can't even talk right now. Has played a really has played really well in 2021. Dude, like what? <laughs> I, I, I want to kill myself. He's trying to save his career. He's trying to oh. save his career.
2: He is. And you see Barkley come out too. He said he wants to keep his whole entire career in New York. Yeah. You no, that? while everyone while the smart thing to do would just be to fucking him. boot him. Yeah. We need the cap space. Well, you you be right, like I wonder why he's tweeting something like that. Maybe words going around, rumors having it, that he might be on the trading block to try to get some space out there. You know what I mean? Like it's he's just, coming out saying, Yeah, I would like to keep my career in New York. Like yeah, he no might want to walk dude.
3: or limp or whatever condition if his leg is in at the end of the season. God forbid if he's playing, but
0: it just blows my mind and like the fact that Mara doesn't want to fire another coach this soon is preposterous because, like, Joe Judge just isn't the guy. But do like, you give him a chance? He just says dumb shit. You cannot say the shit he says and do the things he do does and still have a job in the NFL. That's just my bottom line.
2: But you don't think, right, like, it's second year, right, like— you don't give him a little bit. Like, I get it, right? He kind of coaches like a high school fucking, like a high school dad. But when like, you don't know how to manage the clock
0: or ch- or when to challenge and when not to challenge or when yeah. to take a timeout and not to take a timeout, that's,
2: you just can't be an NFL coach. It's sad. But who Bro, takes his plays? Like, who do you even go for? We, You're not throwing up Freddie Kitchens.
0: No, this <laughs> is, we should. God we, forbid. We should, we should, if we do keep Judge around one more year, we need a rental so we can tank with a rental like Jameis and we'd be fun. If we're just have fun with Jameis, that'd be cool. And then draft a quarterback in 2023 just because this quarterback draft or this quarterback class isn't the best, even though I love Kenny Pickett. I can't get him out of my head ever since he did
2: that that fake slide. That was so that sick. That was so sick, bro. So oh scummy, though, too, because Dude, it's like, damn, like, you're not supposed to tackle <laughs> the N- a quarterback. The N- so NCAA so now what happens? had
0: to change the rule because of that. Like, yeah. that's fucking
2: boss, though. I know. that's cool.
0: That was so cool. I can't get that out of my head. So if we draft Kenny Pickett from Pitt, I will be fucking happy. But other than that, I don't want to take anyone else. And I just want—I want an edge rusher, and I want a fucking tackle and then draft our franchise quarterback next year. That's what I want. But, of course, what I want never happens. So— And Saturday football this
2: weekend. Pretty pumped about that, Yes,
0: that's cool. The fucking Browns are breaking out with COVID, though. I know. There's, like, no one playing, apparently. I mean, they are against the Raiders, so, like, do
2: they really need everybody to play?
0: uh, Maybe not. Their defense—I mean, Miles Garrett's still playing, and I don't know. Uh, Patriots' Colts should be good. This is, like—I'll get to this a little more later because this might—this may or may not pertain my lock of the episode. But I'm really interested to see— the Colts against this Bill Belichick team, because honestly, like we make fun of Carson Wentz and the Colts a lot, but they've played really good football. They've averaged like 31 points against like six top 13 defenses in the league. And they went six to one in those games. So they're playing really well. I'm really interested to see that. Um, You got any else? Uh, Eli, you got any Washington football talk you want to get off your chest?
3: I mean, dude, again, boys
0: one and covered.
3: Yeah, no, it's being a Washington fan hurts so I just it's the NFC least, like everybody always says, but the amount of injuries, dude, like Whoa, seeing, NFC
0: beast, bro. What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, man.
3: Totally. Bro, seeing Heineke and McLaurin go down in the same game is just like a gut check. And let me tell you something. 3:30 in the afternoon on a Sunday, my gut can't handle a check. Dude, I'm going to puke everywhere if you punch me in the stomach at 3.30 on a Sunday. But what is the NFL in Washington doing? Just that. You see Taylor go down. You see McLaurin go down. It's tough. I might have had McLaurin needing a touchdown for a parlay. It doesn't matter. I didn't bring it up. You did. It's not part of my frustration. But, dude, it just it just hurts. I know you guys, you know what it's like, and Tyler will once they get to the playoffs. But it's just, it hurts. It just hurts. I'm, I'm just in a lot of pain over here. Yeah, I hear. Are the, uh, the football teams still in the playoffs? I can't remember. We're in the hunt. We're in the hunt for a wild you're card spot. You're not at least a
0: seven seed, or no? Uh,
3: I don't know. Yeah, I can't remember. But yeah, you're I right think there. think so. You're right there. We're right there. But, I mean, dude, if Heineke's hurt, and I don't know if McLaurin's going to play yet... Yeah. I think That's I saw. A, I don't know if we are in the playoffs. I think
0: I saw fifteen out of the sixteen NFC teams still have a chance to make the playoffs. That is so nauseatingly mediocre. <laughs> Which is mediocre. crazy. <laughs> that sev- that seven spot just opened it up for a lot of fucking teams, man. Um, crazy to think about. Anyone else? Any got, any got, uh, NFL talk? Anyone going yeah. once,
2: going twice? Heineke and Vent and uh, McLawren are the reason why Nick is going to the playoffs
0: oh yeah well he took a vacation that's good we're gonna get into that right now in our fantasy update right boys
3: yeah so it's you know, it's a beautiful time of the year the snow is just about to fall frustrations are high everybody's on their absolute last leg trying to get to their Christmas holiday so they can convince themselves but by the time they get back on the 27th they're gonna be okay with their job but we got the playoff rankings and that's what makes this time of the year beautiful and Nick said wow I'm seven and seven. I'm an NFC East guy and I'm in the playoffs. So he said, I'm going to book a flight. We're going to go somewhere nice and sunny. <laughs> We're going to rest up for our big game against Eli coming up. Top point scorer. We don't have to talk about it. It's not important. It's just like the, the only point of fantasy. So last week, we definitely had a great one. I went against Tom, bludgeoned him. Sorry, buddy. I had to help my guy Nick out. You're seven and seven now. He moved ahead of you. Beat him by 40. It was a good time. Paul Tuckett, Pat's Jared on his absolute tear. He's down 12-2 after rough last week, but he came back with a good win against Stefan. 3-11, but put up 143 points. That's that's an impressive against the number one. So I'll give you credit there, Stefan. But Jared with another win. Uh, Your boy Juice, love you to death, talked to you this morning. You lost by 30. But to me, you won this game because you are the one that scored 69. Nick with the big win over Ralph didn't want to face him. He didn't want to look at him. So, like I said, he booked a flight. Ralph's here with us uh, corporate slaves, but he beat him by 16. It's a close game. Ralph, better luck next year. Chicago Beers. First round bye along with Jared. He beat Sags. Sags, I have to say to Sags, it's kind of crazy to me that you're in the pl- or I think you're in the playoffs. I don't know. I'm pretty sure you're in the playoffs. But you have literally had the best schedule I've ever seen in my life. This schedule was handpicked by Alabama. He has been playing against everybody who could not be him that week, and more power to you, bud, 11-3, and hell of a year. And lastly, the random, Will, Fell, to Connor, third, logger Walsh, which I will add one little piece of information just because I swept Connor in the two leagues that we are in across the board. This was a very, very big thing to him. And I did it. So I just want to make sure it's on Apple, Spotify, LunchBeersPodcast.com. Everywhere you can listen to us, I just want the world to know. Get Walsh fucked. has been swept. You know what, though, fucked, you know what though? Credit.
0: No, no. Let's <laughs> let's give some let's give some flowers where it's due. Credit to Connor for uh, getting locked out of his account, not drafting his team, and not being able to get into it, his account till what, like week five, maybe? Week Wait, s- that was Connor or Jake? Connor. That was Connor. That was Uh-oh. Connor, dude. Week six, maybe? I don't even know. But he... After he was able to get in, he locked it down and he made the playoffs. So good for him.
3: And shout out to the lunch beers. I mean, I'm sorry, Ralph. Like I said, the four guys were in the playoffs. Six spots, four in. That's not bad. You come Two here. Two first-round buys, too. <laughs> Yo, it's Sheesh. You join our league, it's that that meme. You come around here, you will get clapped.
0: <laughs> Literally clapped. Oh, man, that's awesome, though. Yeah, um, thank you again for everyone that joined the league. That's that was, It was a great year, really fun time, and I definitely look forward to next year. This is definitely something we're going to keep doing. How are we picking numbers next year? We'll figure it out, but I definitely want to get a trophy together, too. Oh, yeah. Ooh, yeah, that'd, that'd be cool. yeah, That'd be cool. But it'd be like a really dumb-looking trophy, like not like a legit one. It's going to be embarrassing. Yeah. But like, it's like I have ideas, it. so I'll let you guys. Well, oh, okay. you'll
3: see. You'll see it. You'll see it. Yeah, just drop it off in a couple yeah. of weeks. It sounds um, good. <laughs>
0: Okay, Ooh, Eli, I love it. I'm love coming at you, Jared. I'm yeah. here. I'm here. Ooh, What's up? It. Ten
3: toes down. Big trophy guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, before locks,
0: I do want to touch on the UFC card that we just had because it was really fun. A lot of great fights on it. Um, Eli, you want to take it?
3: Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I, I love talking UFC, but I mean, Frank, that that bet. That was one of the ballsiest bets I've seen in a while. Can you just walk me through the mentality yeah, of so, doing that? Okay, you psychopath.
0: <laughs> I bet a hundred bucks on Juliana Pena. I don't even know if I'm saying names, right? I'm not even that big into the UFC to be honest with you. Like I watch, you know the bigger fights and stuff like that, but I'm not as a big a fan as Eli nowhere near. Oh, excuse me. Sorry. This logger is kind of getting to me. Uh, nowhere near as uh, big an UFC as Eli is. But I texted them earlier night, earlier in that night on Saturday, and I was just like, you know what? I'm kind of feeling taking a stab at Pena. I don't know what what got over me. I think it was just seen like – I just saw a, a big highlight video of um, – Uh, Amanda Nunes and then someone at the party I was at was just like oh my god she's gonna kill her I want to bet my whole like house on it and I was like you know what something tells me when you think like that it always never works out so I was like that's where I texted Eli I was like I'm feeling taking a stab and I did I I put a hundred bucks I think it was like plus 700 it was one of the biggest upsets in UFC history Uh, so yeah it was pretty cool it was a cool night and again, I'm not that big in the UFC, but they were great fights, and I want a big bet. What
1: more can I ask for? You took a shot, you got it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's just electric. Absolutely. Yeah, electric. yeah,
3: dude, that was a great card. Uh, we took a little bit of a loss on the cruise fight. We had money against him, but shout out to him for coming through. I mean, Oliveira, he's always great to watch. O'Malley was awesome to watch. We had some, we had some little props hit, hit a uh, O'Malley to win by KO. We also hit a. Uh, uh, Oliveira to win by a, a sub, so you know we had we had some nice winners, but I don't think we were topping that that Nunez fall. It's just it just wasn't happening, but it was a hell of a card. Yeah, so
0: um, you think uh, Gaethje's next? What do you think?
3: That's what it looks like. I mean, that's what the talks are. Dana White is down. I mean, Gaethje's coming off a major major fight. A questionably fight of the year against Michael Chandler. Yeah, so, that I mean sick. And then you have Poirier. He's the hottest product in the UFC right now, given the fact that he beat McGregor back-to-back times. You don't really see stuff like that happen. So he faces off against Oliveira, and he gets standing submission, if I recall. So, I mean, Gaethje's just ready, and Gaethje's awesome to watch. He's an All-American wrestler in college, but the Ooh. dude just loves to stand and just throw hands, bro, and I just absolutely love to see it. So I'm hoping that he gets the shot.
0: Yeah, perfect. Uh, going back real quick to the uh, Pena Nunez fight. After the first round, I was like, "Oh my god, Pena is a dub. Like, there's no way she's gonna win." And then I feel like she choked out Nunez with like the softest rear naked choke I've ever seen.
3: Yeah, she she kind of. I was like, "What the fuck?" You got. I mean, of course, I was happy, but I was like, "Yeah, dude, was she even choking her?" <laughs> You almost got to question sometimes. I mean, you always got to wonder if Vegas is involved. But, like, you got to question, like, a winner like that, right? Like, somebody who is just – they're just untouchable. When they get exposed like that, dude, they don't know how to face that. They don't understand what it's like to be someone on their back, wrapped around their neck in front of thousands, hundreds of thousands of people. They're the one always doing that.
0: Yeah, Nuno's never been in that position. That's a good uh that's You got to just
3: question, like, you know, what is going through their head. I mean – it's, it's madness. Dude, I saw an odds makers report and it said that
0: if Pena found a way to win some way, somehow, that the sports books would be counting their profit for a month. That's how much money was on Nunez. And
3: you just know, you know, the industry is going to yeah. grab something <laughs> like that, bro. Come on. Like, they're all, dude, they're all, they've been, they're the overseas, bro. They're chilling. They got everything they've ever wanted in life That's after that. That's crazy.
0: Um, But yeah, last thing we'll end with. Locks of the week. I'll start as always 12 and 8. The boys got it done last week. Um, I was a little nervous at the end. That almost turned into like bad beat territory. Um, What? The football team scored, then the pick six in like a matter of like a minute. Yeah, dude. That that was was crazy. (laughs) That that one
3: hurt. I I appreciate you bringing that back up.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, so that was my luck last week. I'm 12 and 8. And I have a pick this week. Um, I will say it is a rat line, but I do not give a fuck because I will eat the cheese with Bill Belichick every single day of the week, Pats, plus two and a half.
2: That's my pick. Wow. Lock it in. Nice. I'm going to actually read off uh, Jared's lock of the week. Got a little same game parlay going on here too, and he's actually seeing your... Little Patriots bet here, plus two and a half. And he's also going to take the over 44 and a half, um, which actually kind of seems a little juicy here, not going to lie, so I might even throw some money at it. Seems yeah. pretty good. Billy B over here with Mac Jones going up against Wentz. Uh, I don't know, it seems pretty <laughs> delicious. Eddie's coming off I'll a take that cheese, man. I'll take that cheese. As I was just, saying,
0: I just said earlier that the Colts are playing really well, but their quarterback is still Carson Wentz, and Bill Belichick is still coming off a bye. Eli, what do you got?
3: So I, I, can't, I can't believe I'm even saying this. I'm going to take a page out of Nick's book right here. He's coming off. I don't know. I, I want a vacation, man. I'm tired. No, it's similar. I'm going to take the Panthers, the points against the Bills. Watching Allen this year, it's, he's not the person I was reading about preseason he's just not that guy and he's coming off an absolute duel and you see him you you can see the mentality of Allen fall apart you can see it on tv and he just fell apart back-to-back times against a dynasty in the hands of belichick and brady and is he gonna win i think he's gonna win backdoor field goal something like that over the panthers i could be wrong but i'm nine and five and we're going with the plus 11 panthers here
0: real quick um i just want to uh give you guys Nikki q's lock of the week he is taking, in the fantasy realm, Ooh, he's taking himself, stick it oh. insider plus seven, against the fantasy football team, Eli, yeah. this week in the first round of the
3: playoffs. Double that- lock, me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, bro, come on now, dog. That is his lock
0: of the That's week. That's an interesting lock. So we'll see where that happens. Um, Tyler, end it for us.
1: Chargers, plus three. Yes! Do I, do I think they're going to win? I don't know. Yeah, you do. I don't know. I would would love Chargers to win, but do I think they can lose by two? By one? Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. It's a lock. That's <laughs> love it, love it.
0: it. This is going to be a big game tomorrow. One of the best Thursday night football games I'm in excited. a while.
3: I'm excited. And that's my quarterback against Nick. So we got a lot of lock action going on tomorrow night.
0: Yeah, well, uh, that's it, guys. I hope you enjoyed this one. Hopefully we'll get the crew back next week. But we had a really good time with our producer, Ralph and Tyler. Um, I'm going to go smoke and
2: uh, watch some funny shit at Eli's. Check us out www.lunchpierspodcast.com where we have weekly episodes coming out for you guys. Thank you guys so much for giving us those 600. <laughs> More to come. Very excited. Check us out on all socials. We'll come back next week. <laughs> .com. com, com.